0: Your ranch afternoon
1: ranch. Hello, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. How you doing, Leo?
1: Doing good, doing good. You know what's funny is as I was imagining in my head talking to you, I was like, do I address him as Chris or Daughtry or Mr. Daughtry? Chris. <laughs> Chris, please. For
0: the love of God, not Mr. Daughtry. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Either way, how are you doing today?
0: I'm so good, Leah.
1: How are you? I'm doing good, but I have to say that it we are talking under very bizarre times right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's a little strange.
1: During this pandemic. But I have to say um, that your Live From Home concert, which we'll get more into later, has to be one of the most succinct efforts I've seen thus far, like quickly adapted to this... um, very odd time that we're in. You know, I, I was very impressed in the fact that I'm like, wow, this is like a full-on concert. You just don't see a lot of that, you know?
0: Oh, wow. Well, it's it's acoustic, so it's not, you know, it's not as lively as our as our full band uh, shows, but it's, uh, it's so much fun, and we get to, you know, strip things down and play it, you know, at its core, and uh, we're playing songs that we haven't played in years, deep cuts. Uh-oh. Um... Yeah, deep cut.
1: <laughs> well, you, speaking of deep cuts, okay. So, uh, you ever Wikipedia'd yourself, <laughs> by any chance?
0: Un- un- unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> because
1: I was gonna say, you know, uh, being that you could arguably say you've been in music since nineteen ninety nine with the release of of the Cadence album, but um, yeah. you know, I I was wondering, being that you've been within this industry dealing with these times that we are right now what's it been like for you like what was your first impressions in March when when all of this was kind of going down and, and you were like okay how am I going to navigate this what was your first thoughts
0: um, I didn't know what to think honestly I, I was um, you know at the time thinking okay how bad can two weeks be right and and uh, that <laughs> turned into however long it's been and you know the first couple of weeks it was it was slightly depressing because or once we realized that this was going to continue because I'm so used to being on the road and I didn't realize how much of my identity was wrapped up in it. I had a bit of an identity crisis. I was like, I don't know who the hell I am anymore. Wow. (laughs) I mean, this is the longest I've been home in 14 years.
1: Whoa. So you're like, what do I do with myself?
0: (laughs) Right. So I've adapted. I've adapted finally. And now it's now it seems like it's going to be difficult to, you know, to go back. But Maybe not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now you're like, hey, I'm basically doing the same thing, but I get to do it uh, in my pajamas. No, I don't know that <laughs> you...
0: Yeah, we're uh, we're doing it in a club. Um, so it is a club setting. It's empty. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the it's a little weird not receiving the instant gratification from the, the applause and the, the cheers and the talking in between, but... Um, you know, that's something that we've, we're adapting to, and we've been getting a lot of good feedback from the fans. They've been loving it. The virtual meet-and-greets, it's really cool. It's a zo- basically Zoom calls. So that's, that's um, you know, it, it's a little better than, than our usual meet-and-greets where they're getting, like, ushered in, you know, like a cattle call. And yes. In, a, in yeah. and out in, like, 30 seconds. We have two whole minutes to shoot the yeah, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that... This is a a unique way now that you can what I mean to say by my very first comments is you guys have managed to turn this into something, a very positive experience, um, because not only did I note that there is a lot of um, personal interaction that you get to have with fans now that maybe you didn't live weirdly enough but also in the fact that you know during this pandemic i think that what gets lost a lot of this is that there are people that really rely on um touring and venues that rely on you know getting acts and getting concerts that just aren't happening right now um so i thought it was very notable that that each um place that you go to quote unquote uh will be benefiting Uh, local venue in our case the Paradise Rock Club in Boston
0: exactly exactly yeah we wanted to figure out a way to do that because we know how important those venues are to the community and how they how important they are to artists like myself or like ourselves and and we wanted to see them thrive and continue to keep going so this was one way we could help
1: now did you have a hand in actually picking the venues or was that kind of like something that was already kind of predetermined
0: I think we threw the net out and see to see which venues were interested in doing it, and mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of how we, we picked them. Um, a lot of these clubs, you know, we played on our first tour back in 2007, 2008. Uh, I think Paradise Rock Club was one of them, actually. Oh, wow. Um, and so it's kind of a, a nice way of of, uh, of reconnecting.
1: So you said that it's going to be you and your band. And You're doing it acoustic.
0: It's just—it's actually just me and my guitar player Brian. Oh, so okay. It's, it's really stripped down. It's—it's it's fun. It's loose.
1: That's um, what I was going to ask—is like what to expect, yeah. kind of deal.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're—we're we're kind of, you know, we're switching up the set list every night, and—and it's—it's been a lot of fun, actually.
1: So I noticed something on uh, on Daughtryofficial.com. I noticed that you have a thing called top five tippers where they, they yes. win certain things? What's the deal with that?
0: So, you know, people tip, and that not only helps us, but it helps the venues as well. And uh, and so who at the end of the tour, we'll pick the top five tippers, and we have, like, these super cool prizes, like one of them that I came up with that I was super happy with. Get, <laughs> I'm going to draw the fan as a superhero. Um, <laughs> you know, that's that's one of my side hobbies is uh doing comic books so
1: you've really got your hands on a little bit of everything and and not only just music but in theater and you know you just seem like an overall very creative artistic type that you'd like to uh challenge yourself and and i wanted to yeah, know well, oh go ahead
0: no 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 you you finish
1: oh i was just gonna say you know what i mean it, it doesn't surprise me honestly that that you would find a way to around this because you know I think that you kind of thrive on being challenged. You started out in American Idol. I think you liked the challenge.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like I like competitions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't do well in them. Um, uh, yeah, I uh, my first passion was was drawing uh, comic book characters, and uh, from the time I was like five years old, and then I I kind of got heavy into theater in high school and wanted to be an actor and. Then I fell in love with music uh, later actually that was you know that didn't come until like I was in my my teens like sixteen seventeen years old and um, and then you kind of get to a point where you're like how can I do all of these I wanna I still love all of these other uh, creative outlets and so you know I've been fortunate enough to be able to do some comic book covers here and there and really so. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, my first one was like, for me, like the pinnacle. It was Batman number fifty, and oh I was my God. to to not only do a cover, but I was collaborating collaborating with my hero Jim Lee, who yeah. is essentially my mentor now. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, so I've I've checked off a lot of. Uh, a lot of things on my bucket list. <laughs>
1: that is really cool. Uh, so they're not going to be getting like a stick figure with a cape. They're going to no,
0: get... <laughs> no, no, it's going to be, going to be pro.
1: <laughs> Do you? So wait, is Batman your favorite? I just need to know, as a, a fellow. Yeah, uh, Batman, comic.
0: Is, Batman is. Batman has has always been my my favorite ever since I was a kid. Um, I've been obsessed ever since. Like my whole office is nothing but like Batman cows and and art and statues and it's, it's so nerdy, (laughs) but, um, that's cool. And then there's, and then there's some guitars and a microphone in there for, you know, for my, for my day job. Do
1: you you have a deep seated hatred of the MCU? Is that because?
0: No, I don't actually, (laughs) you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of all of it. Um, I can be objective and, and just take it all as, as, as one big uh art form I love it all I, I just we would just watch the finished umbrella academy last night oh so
1: like, good <laughs>
0: like fantastic so good yeah probably my my favorite series in a very long time uh, I love Doom patrol yeah. um, I love all the marvel movies as well you know it they're um they're different than the the dc movies for me um I have a you know, a a soft spot in my heart for the DC characters. So even when they fail, I'm like still rooting (laughs) for it.
1: Right. You know, you just brought up an interesting point with the Umbrella Academy and the fact that that is created by, you know, Gerard Way in part, uh, you know, with My Chemical Romance. Do you foresee yourself maybe, you know, even going further and creating your own comic series?
0: I do. I do eventually. Um, I feel like Something like that would have to be all-consuming. Um, that's kind of how I am with anything. If I'm making a record, I'm just making a record. If I'm if I'm preparing for a role or something, that's all I'm doing. Uh, it's hard for me to juggle all three at the same time, um, just because I get so I have such a narrow focus.
1: Yeah, I, I get it completely. I understand.
0: Yeah. I, I would love to. I would love to collaborate with with someone on a on a. My own series
1: at some point. Yeah, I mean, shoot, and at then this sell point. it to Netflix. <laughs> right. Good. You heard <laughs> it here. You heard it here that it's happening. <laughs> but right now, you're focused on well, you released uh, World on Fire, which is awesome. Yes.
0: So. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, like was that you? You said you were going through a little bit of an identity crisis, you know what I mean? W- were you switching gears again? Or are you, you know what I mean, changing up? Are you finding that reflected in your music, maybe?
0: Well, oddly enough, we were deep into making this record back in, you know, we started back in late October, early November, and uh, and we wrote, uh, myself and Scott Stevens and Marty Fredrickson, uh, my producers, uh, we wrote World on Fire back in when Australia was burning. Wow, and um, you know there was there was obviously um, no shortage of police brutality and racial injustice at the time, so mm-hmm. that obviously made it in there as well. And it was just like a, a kind of a hard look at what was going on around us. And and then fast forward to you know March, we're all looking at each other, going, "How the hell did we do this? This is like exactly what's happening right now. What is, you know." It was it was like we had a crystal ball. Yeah, you saw the um, writing on the felt, wall. It felt, yeah, it felt more relevant than ever. So we were like, this is the first single. This has to be.
1: Now, do you um, have other songs? In the
0: in we the do, works? we do. Yeah, we we've got um, we've got like the first um, I don't know three singles at least. Uh, 90 percent finished production wise and we've got a bunch of others that i've finished my parts on that we still have to get the band on we had to actually get the band to record their parts on world on fire at home because we hadn't gotten that far yet it was only in demo stage and and so we we had everybody do their own stuff basically in their bedrooms and um And it worked out. It was it was the first time we've ever done anything like that where the producer wasn't involved. They were involved, but remotely. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it turned out great. And we were very excited about it. So that gives us hope that we can finish this record soon. Hopefully when this virtual tour is over, we'll get back into the studio all together again and and get this thing ready for next year.
1: Absolutely, fingers crossed. It sounds to me like it's going to be a deep reflection. I mean, you've got no shortage of uh, content to, to work with right now.
0: <laughs> there's a there's a lot of lyrical ammunition flying around <laughs> for sure. So we're um we we're not going to have a short and everything is is record overall the stuff that's been written. It's it's a lot heavier content wise. It's a lot uh, and you know once again no idea that any of this was going to happen when we were writing and it. it was almost like it was in the air
1: yeah it uh, it's that that is pretty crazy to find that you wrote that i thought you had written that song after the pandemic had already began <laughs>
0: no <laughs> yeah no and and i didn't change a single lyric once it did hit so it was like it was already written in stone
1: Please tell me you got some positive premonitions coming
0: up. Some... We've got some we've we've got some we got some some definitely we got some positive songs going on as well. So I can't I can't can't all be doom and gloom, right?
1: <laughs> give me give me get that crystal ball again. <laughs> Let me know. Yeah. Um so it sounds like you're really amped, you're really excited about the music that you're writing. Is there other music that inspires you, challenges you, excites you currently right now?
0: Yeah, um, the new Asking Alexandria record is, is straight up fire. I love it. Yeah. Um, um, I love, uh, I'm a big Post Malone fan. Um, I love everything that dude does. I think he's a great artist, and I'd love to work with him someday. But, um, uh, yeah, it, it, I'm, I feel like I'm slightly out of the loop of what's been happening in um in the mainstream world lately so i have to you know i have to rely on like apple music and stuff like that to hit me to what's going on but um the new bush album i dig so um yeah so there's, there's a lot of good stuff out there
1: it's a you know it's a little bit varied it's a little bit you know all, all over the place honestly so it it's, yeah it you know i would agree post malone's doing some interesting stuff too that'd be cool if you guys did a collaboration Honestly. Well, he's such a
0: rock guy at heart. I just think that we would, we would be able to do something really cool. So I'm, I'm throwing that out in the universe.
1: <laughs> well, and it just cool, the, the various things that you've covered. Are, are there going to be covers, actually, during your set? Have you played yeah. a lot? Le- le- yeah.
0: Yeah, we've been playing uh, Patience, you know, Guns N' Roses, um, every night. That's been a lot of fun. We broke out a little interstate love song the other night off the cuff, you know. Um, nice. Did, did some purple rain when we played uh Minneapolis
1: <laughs> okay well that yeah so, that feels fitting
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's all over the place but we uh we love covers it's it's you know it, we call it the set the part of the set uh songs we wish we wrote you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> well this is so awesome again I love how um personal you've made this and for each uh, you know for each city and um I just really appreciate what you're doing for these venues because this is just so important. So um, I'm really looking forward to this Sunday, August 23rd, 7 p.m. I'm going to get to introduce you, too. I'm really excited (laughs) because I was like, yeah, 7 p.m. It's ten dollars. DaughtryOfficial.com and the top five tippers get some pretty awesome prizes. You could be Batman. (laughs) You could be drawn as Batman. No. Or I
0: I, I I think I'm going to create their own character. I think that's what's going to be more fun about it is is seeing what what character comes to mind when I see this person's face
1: and, uh, and go from
0: there. Yes, It'll be a a one-of-a-kind. We'll turn it into a Netflix series.
1: (laughs) I'm so ready for that. You have no idea. I want to get in on this. Like, (laughs) if that's happening, uh, my nerdy self is going to find a way to cosplay and get in that. That would
0: be so fun. (laughs) Oh, do you cosplay?
1: Oh, yeah, I do. I cosplay as Captain America. Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's so awesome. Yeah. The first couple couple times I went to Comic-Con, I went in a Batman cowl and... um, Everyone wanted to come up and take pictures. I'm like, this is exactly why I wore the mask because I didn't want pictures. So I ended up taking it off and realizing that nobody gives a about taking pictures of Chris D'Altrio. They just wanted Batman. So, <laughs> um, I, I got around Comic Con much better without a mask. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the problem. If your costume's too good, I've I've found that to be an issue. One time I dressed up as yeah. Wario, and that was an that was a problem. Like my Wario was yeah. really good. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. <laughs> I dig it. I have so much more. Res- I have so much respect for you now, as as, as a nerd. I love it.
1: <laughs> you can have more respect. It's fine. I have more respect for me now too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of respect for you, but now you just went up ten me <laughs> So you already know how pumped I am about the Zack Snyder's Justice League coming. Oh, like,
1: I can't even imagine. Like... like I'm,
0: I'm living for that. I'm living for that <laughs> right now.
1: He's going to save this. He's gonna make it right.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Bring back Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, He's the best.
1: Yeah, he. I don't think he wants to come back. That's the I problem. Don't uh,
0: yeah, I think that, that's a bit of a point of contention. <laughs> yeah,
1: it just sucks because he was the best iteration. I would absolutely agree. I... Like
0: thank you yeah thank you i so 100 percent agree with that
1: they just gave him the stupid martha thing and then that uh, just tanked
0: uh, yeah that, that we could have we could have done without that
1: yeah right exactly <laughs> spoiler <laughs> all right
0: awesome my... well so good to talk to you you
1: too absolutely and i'm looking forward to your performance this sunday
0: awesome we're looking forward to it as well we love we love playing boston <laughs> all
1: right